guess what time of the year it is, guys. Christmas. I no. Fourth of July? No, it's, it's technically our Christmas. Oh, it, it is. It's technically it is. our Christmas. It's fall. It's Halloween, man. It's fucking Sam Hain. It absolutely November's is. November's fucking coming. Samhain is the best. Yeah, the crunchiest of leaves, the yeah. greatest of pumpkins, the mayhem, and the bad, bad horror the films on all month long. I'm down the with the solstice. The equinox. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down with everything except for the pumpkin. It's the equinox, spice. actually. But that's probably an entire conversation for a different episode. Yeah, and you don't need to have that. No, you don't. I mean, that's just basically deal with cinnamon or don't. Yeah. Or allspice and whatnot. It's nutmeg. Nutmeg, yes. Yeah, nutmeg. Pumpkins. Maybe a a smidge of ginger. I love pumpkins, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, me too. No, I love pumpkins Like, I love everything about... I love the way they look, like, off the vine. I love jack-o'-lanterns. I love fucking pumpkin pie. Pumpkin roll. Yeah, fuck yeah. Pumpkin roll. Literally, I could subsist on it for life. I will... I like the pumpkin beers. I don't give a shit. Absolutely. There you go. Pumpkin beers. Halloween stores. Oh, yeah. I love they spring up out of nowhere. Yeah, spirit and Halloween. Every year they're more animatronic weird robots yeah. that terrify kids that shouldn't even be in there. I love that. It's, yeah, they, they sneaky step on things. Yep. Yeah. And they just if pop they, out yeah. the lunging zombie. My kids my kids and I go to Spirit every weekend. There's nothing new. We know everything. We it know doesn't what, matter. You have to go. It's a family tradition. It's great. It's phenomenal. We love it. Halloween's the fucking best. Welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. I am Mark Storrs and with me as always is... Grass. And... Rob Morphy. First time for a cold open. Kind of worked. Might not not yeah what do you think i don't know it depends on how many people really care about pumpkins like we do well i mean it's not just the pumpkins dude man. we've had it's... like eight minute cold opens i swear it's to god true. i think we have absolutely yeah. it's true we have digressed we're a wild card this is the all about the celebration of halloween Solid. of spookiness spooky spookiness the entirety of october is the shit and we are going to mm-hmm. be doing that and on the show this month with some spooky episodes absolutely spooky so you know we did some aliens we did some cryptids but now we're going to go back to the supernatural we're not going to have cars this time oh or will we no oh not no, this no time. cars okay oh uh, well we have car stories for the future but there's literally only so many you can do okay that's true maybe maybe in six months all right Perfect. All right. Well, getting spooky with it. Moving on here. This week's episode, The Nameless Thing of Berkeley Square. A stone fucking classic of paranormal lore. Oh, man. One of the greatest, one of the creepiest. I remember reading about this when I was a kid, and I'll be fucked if I can remember what the book was actually called, but it was... It had a silver dust jacket with red letters. That's literally all I remember. Uh, The great hauntings or the most horrible, you know, ghosts of, you know, England. I don't know what it was called, but I remember I read that shit before I went to bed and it fucking disturbed me deeply. I've loved this story for decades. Let's see if we can disturb some listeners. And I might even try to read this a little bit spooky. You think I can do it? I'm sure you can read a spooky reading. Uh, Here we go. Ready? Oh, man. In one of the most haunting legends to come Too spooky. (laughs) I, I... Come I just on, shit man. my pants. <laughs> Holy shit. Way to go. I'm old. My heart can only take Stopping so much. Stopping the pod. In one of the most haunting legends to come from the British Isles, this unidentified monstrosity is said to be, by some, a vile, phantasmagoric killer from beyond the grave. Others suggest it may be an interdimensional interloper or even a demon. But there is some evidence to suggest that it may be a bizarre yet decidingly biological creature which lurks in the filthy labyrinth of the London sewer system waiting to rise up and kill again. Wow. Okay, so... So was, was that creepy? Was no, that, was that good? no, it wasn't it was creepy. It was, it was, it was, it was Alex Jones. 
<laughs> I asked Jones that. Awesome. 100%. Oh, that works. Perfect. Yeah. Just don't kick me off the internet. I just felt like you were you yelling at me the whole time. That kind of was, I guess. All right. Well, you know what? Next episode, we'll try to be a little bit more spooky. I like that you brought the thunder, though. All right. You know, you know. Right. I mean, Absolutely. Uh, no all we can do it. is make the attempt. Oh, thanks. A nice tennis clap. Um, also, too, before we get started here, we just want to do a uh, quick uh, little, I guess, side note here for this. If you do happen to find this article that Rob wrote on Cryptopia, if you look in the comments, you may see a three to four page diatribe from someone trying to completely, I don't know, I guess debunk the story, but not realizing that the error in the article is just a, a, a date that was yeah, it, was it was it was a it was a, a nine instead of an eight exactly yeah. so just a quick little typo and this person just wrote a, an entire it's thing. so funny i a haven't dissertation thought about it's like the best subreddit ever <laughs> but in all fairness i did write this article wow well nigh 20 years ago at first for american monsters and then i just sort of like transferred it over to cryptopia.us so as i was uh repurposing it it is um updated and hopefully um, more accurate, I guess, is a, a It way was to say literally it. a nine and an eight that got yeah, switched. that was it. And this dude lost it. There's definitely more research that have come down the pike or that has come down the pike that, uh, that I'm really glad to be able to include in this. All right, let's get started. Considered by most paranormal experts to fit conveniently into the realm of a classic haunting, the nameless thing of Berkeley Square defies easy classification. Like the nebulous Mothman of Point Pleasant, there are aspects of this seemingly formless fiend which seem to be decidedly paranormal and others that are undeniably corporeal. This is our field. This is what we do. It's that, that nebulous void. That's right. That's where we live. <laughs> Although its identity remains as mysterious as it did nearly two centuries ago, the nameless thing which inhabits the upper floors of number 50 Berkeley Square in what has been referred to as the most haunted house in London has left behind tantalized shreds of evidence and more than a few corpses which suggests that whatever it may be it is among the most dangerous unknown entities on the books a trail of bodies trail of bodies all right tears and tears and blood although it is unclear when the first encounter with the so-called thing occurred one of the earliest tales surrounding the infamous address concerns not the paranormal but an all too tragically human event According to legend, members of a wealthy and influential family, some say the Dupree family of Wilton Park, legends. I really never. Heard the, of yeah, the, like, yeah, they have a great barbecue in, in the summer. Every summer, oh, yeah, yeah. It turns yeah. out they, great. What's that game you play with the pistols where you try to shoot each other? It's uh, called dueling. The, it's called yeah. a duel. Yeah. duel. Yeah, you can go dueling. What's it's cool. that game called? Yeah, it's a game, you know. Jarts. <laughs> yeah, jarts and dueling. The Dupree family cruelly kept a horrendously deformed and violently insane member of their brood permanently incarcerated in a room on the topmost floor of the house, where his only human contact were the meals that were occasionally passed through a hole oh, in the door. Is Perfect. this like a proto-sloth? Oh, definitely. It's also a little bit glamorous abomination. There's a lot of classic oh. lore about the locked away family. Or it's also what the Kennedys did all the time. Jerks. Oh, yeah, I know. That's too soon. <laughs> too soon. Well, there's no way of knowing whether that story is apocryphal or not. The first truly uncanny account of the nameless thing dates back to 1840, when 20-year-old Sir Robert Warboys, what a name, Warboys. came across strange rumors surrounding the notorious Berkeley Square residence while imbibing at a tavern in London's Holborn district. Evidently, Warboys was a man not prone to superstitious claptrap, and he derisively dismissed the legend as, and I quote, 
unadulterated poppycock. Uh, that a, sounds about right. Oh, those yeah. are dueling words there. If yeah. your last name That's, is Warboys. Oh, yeah. If you're Sir Robert. If you're Sir Robert Warboys, you use the word poppycock quite a bit. Oh, and there's probably some glove slapping. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Warboys barroom compatriots wholeheartedly disagreed with his assessment and, in what one can only assume was an effort to knock him down a peg or two, challenged the young noble to spend the night in the haunted room on the second floor. Warboys, with what was no doubt the heady rush of alcohol-fueled confidence, raised his glass skyward and announced to his cohorts, I wholeheartedly accept your preposterous, harebrained challenge. This is like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sensing some That sounds like something Angler would say with a few beers in him. <laughs> <laughs> like if he said something he didn't agree with, he'd be like... Yeah. <laughs> We, we do have a buddy that yeah, would a buddy be that able does to pull that, that off. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely be able I to can swing completely, back. As he twists oh, it's so funny. I can completely like, see him saying like, that. Totally, the yeah. seven of you yeah. that know that reference, you will totally no. enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. That's funny. Sir Robert then proceeded to the allegedly haunted dwelling, where he insisted that the landlord allow him to spend the night in the ghost-filled quarters. All I can say is this. What kind of fucking moxie and influence do you have where you just walk up to somebody's place and be like, I will be spending the night in your haunted room tonight. Dude, when you're Robert Warboys, yeah, I guess you yeah. show up that and you're like, off. it's me, Warboys. I'm spending the night in the creepy spot. <laughs> Yo, it's me. It's me. Third person. Come on. Warboys. War what are you going to do? After some debate, the landlord reluctantly agreed to Warboys' request, but only with the caveat that the young man be armed with a pistol and the promise that at the first sign of anything even remotely out of the ordinary, he would yank a cord that was attached to a bell in the landlord's room below. So there must have been some like hole, some Tom and Jerry-ass yeah, Goldberg yeah, shit. Yeah, right. you know. Who knows? Warboys apparently scoffed at the notion, but agreed to the terms. I like how one of the terms is like you need to have a gun. You need a gun, like a a, well, and access to a bell, a pistol and a bell, like that makes actually complete sense. I mean, right? if it's a ghost, it is eighteen forty. But I mean, all. so that's what I mean. So in eighteen, like, could you shoot ghosts in the eighteen forties? Yes, they thought you could. Oh, that's true. Yeah, who knows where spiritualism was at? Yeah, you know, I mean, this is this is pre Houdini fucking debunking this yeah. shit. So maybe there was a certain level of ectoplasm that could be shot down. I don't know. Who's that guy that screams at ghosts? Baggins, right? Oh, I don't ghost even know. Ghost Baggins? The, oh, yeah, they got some ghosts. I wonder if he yeah. like, carries like a, not, like a fucking Glock with him. Oh, He's my like, gosh. Bah, 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 and shoots ghosts. A buoy dagger? Yeah. I don't think blade. so. Blade. Spectre dagger. Oh, this is so Skyrim. That sounds cool. I want oh, my one. God. Okay. Okay. So he's got uh, a pistol and bell. Yeah. As the clock chimed midnight, Warboy settled down at a table that was empty save for his pistol and a single candle where he awaited the arrival of the notorious phantasm. The landlord, with what one must assume was a gut-sick feeling of dread, left his temporary tenant alone in the notorious room. Mm. Less than an hour following the landlord's departure, at precisely 45 minutes past the hour, the proprietor was startled from an unfit slumber by the violent clanging of the bell adjacent to his bed. Oh, no. It works. I mean, this, well, this is all kind of set The string off. connected to whatever uh, yeah, worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you know, how you I mean, do it, he, yeah. He toggled it and... Right, and Help, help, All right. help, 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 help. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's what you help, do. Help, 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 help. <laughs> Which is probably exactly what yeah, he was doing. He's like, shit, shit, like, shit, Where shit. are you? Where are you? Why aren't you coming? Why aren't you coming? Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's so authentic, though. I really <laughs> felt that way. Like, gotta stop, gotta stop, gotta yeah, stop. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, all within five seconds. You ring it 30 times. Like, Why are you here? Why are you here? 
Before the landlord oh. even had time to react, a gunshot echoed from above his room. Ah, oh, see. With a burst of adrenaline, he leapt from his bed and climbed the stairs at a rapid pace. When the landlord arrived at the door to the infernal room, he found it wedged shut. The caretaker shoved it open to reveal a sight which he would never forget. Eleven. <laughs> oh, it was eleven. I know. Oh, yeah. Snuggle. It was eleven. John and Yoko. They yep. were there. It was, well, a, it was a Daisy Chain. Oh, Care Bears. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh. I know. The room was apparently unchanged except for the notable fact that Sir Robert had left his perch at the table and was now wedged in the corner of the room. The still-smoking pistol clutched in his white-knuckled grip, his lifeless body contorted in a rictus of horror. But he got a shot off. He got a shot off. That's all that matters. In the brief time the landlord spent in the room, he noted that the young man's features seemed impossibly twisted his lips peeled back from his clenched teeth in a grimace of horror and his eyes were literally bulging from his skull the landlord followed sir robert's pop-eyed gaze to a lone bullet hole in the opposite wall and speculated that war boys had fired at the insidious thing but for reasons he could not surmise the bullet had no effect on the beast can't shoot a ghost because it's a ghost well that you, you know exactly. what you have to take that to the lab you have to experiment and that's how you find out. War Boys paid the ultimate price for ghost I, science. I think Don't years after this, people were still that. shooting at ghosts. I'm almost positive. We absolutely it's know only somebody until now that, we that fully believes if you punch a ghost, you will stop its reign of horror. Yeah, this went on at least to the late 19th century. Yeah, easily. People Tra- were, yeah. trying people to physically beat up ghosts. Yeah. Absolutely. Swords. Old timey boxing the ghost. Oh, yeah, the pugilists, Kurt's right? Yeah. McAllister. Kurtz McAllister. Yeah. Jane the Ripper, the specter of evil deeds. <laughs> Facing down. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Weighing Terry. in at 100. And <laughs> <laughs> weighing in at probably nothing. ounces. <laughs> Terry the ghost. I guess Ooh. not. Yeah, yeah. Look at a sheet. Fuck you, Terry. I, Terry the goat, the Terry, champion. champion. I, I, Terry the ghost. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. He's, right. fucking, he's awesome. Terry. Terry. He's got a sweet uppercut. <laughs> totally. Following Warboy's enigmatic and untimely demise, rumors of strange goings-on amplified at 50 Berkeley Square. Reports coming from the upper levels of the building ran the gamut from a collection of animate shadows to an amorphous blob-like being to an undulating entity that attacked its victims with clawed feet and razor-sharp bird-like talents. What a hot mess of evil that is. Don't even know. That is a sloppy, horrible fucking... Yeah, Demon. It yeah, that's a from beyond mess. Yeah, yeah totally. It sounds yeah. cool though. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty rocking. Yeah, like, like Belial and Basket Case, where it's just a little fucking. It's like if you it's put Belial and Basket tumor. Case in the like fucking in the Brundle teleporter. Yeah. with the fucking yeah. fly and oh, have the cast yeah. of Society that fucking scumatron right. movie. Yeah, remember that from the eighties where everyone was sort of like in everyone's asshole. It was like a big pile of orgiastic rich. Scum fuckery. But, well, that's a no one how it goes. That's uh, yeah, Charles Band. Chris and I are just we're just yeah, the, we're the just upper. Like, no, I just did, I didn't see it. But it's not a great film, but the images will linger in your mind. All right, cool, perfect. Regardless. All right, so beyond the fucking the fuck alls of shadows and just teeth, claws, and mayhem. Gross. The almost prosaic description of a deformed humanoid figure was also mentioned. This figure was said to be swathed in a vaporous darkness. So basically a shadow person. They, oh, yeah, right. they have cool. pretty much. A figure which some have speculated may have been the ghost of the mad Dupree brother. So okay. when people see the human form, some people associate it with the legend of the hidden right. mad 
but probably just tragically mentally ill and you know tucked away family shame. Okay. But Sloth Dupree. Yeah. Sloth totally. Dupree. Yeah. Exactly. Stranger still, but no less horrifying, were the almost Lovecraftian accounts of those who entered Berkeley Square only to have their mind utterly shattered by some impossibly sinister force with a visage so gut-wrenchingly surreal that all who gazed upon it literally lost their minds. Oh, it's a Cthulhu. As if gazing on a real-life Eldritch abomination. Yeah, this is definitely this is definitely Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. pre Lovecraftian, the impossible horror. Because you can't see it, right? Because if you see it, then you, you you know too much. That always blew my mind. Like when I was a kid, I have to admit, and and I'm, I I hope I don't make enemies here. I was always a little bit leery about Lovecraft because oh, I was like, no, listen, I I've grown to love him, but I'm like, don't not describe it mad. and yet tell me that it's so horrible. Like I never liked the 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 don't show the monster theory. I always liked the humanoids from the deep or John Carpenter's the well, thing. Well, sure. I wanted to see full on fucking hot monster right. action from fucking yeah, end, you know, beginning to end. And so the idea of the unseen being so horrible that just sort of felt like oh you're being lazy. But as I've gotten older and you know actually read H.P. Lovecraft, which you know I didn't when I was ten or twelve, that was something I didn't even get into into my twenties. Sure. I've come to appreciate just you know how totally, fucking yeah. amazing it is. And the idea though just on its surface of seeing something so unfathomable that you fucking lose your shit. Yeah. To me, that's just, it's like imagining a color that you don't know. Well, apparently it's like an yeah. impossible thing. It's a tough thing to, to write that and make it effective. Absolutely. You can't just throw it in there willy nilly. Like you really have to, you see it and you lose your mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's even harder to imagine it happening allegedly in real life. I mean, that's what we're dealing with right now. People Absolutely. are fucking losing their shit to continue on yeah. that point. This was the alleged fate of both a maid hired to clean the ostensibly empty rooms and another overzealous nobleman, both of whom entered the address sane and left soon after a babbling shell of their former selves who spent the remainder of their days in mental institutions. Okay, so we have some actual victims here. Not good. Yeah, and, and a dead war boys. And a dead war boys. Yeah. yeah, he may have brought that upon himself by shooting a ghost, but we'll talk about that later. Yes, we will. Although the place's reputation should have been more than enough to forewarn any other would-be debunkers from sacrificing their sanity, much less their lives, on the altar of Berkeley Square, the temptation to prove the superstitious wrong was apparently too alluring to pass up for yet another cynical noble. I mean, this is like a test of manhood, it right? It really is. It must yeah. be like the, the well-off and the benighted or you know whatever they you are. You show up and you're like, yeah. give me your ghosts, good I would, sir. I would contend with yes. them. Indeed. And live. My pistol. So it was with great gumption and very little instinct for self-preservation that the challenge of spending the night in the attic of the infamous locale was taken up by a young man named Lord Littleton in 1859. Lord that just Littleton. sounds... Yeah. <sighs> like he's tiny. Oh, that's... He's just like... Well, I will do the challenge. Indeed, I will take you upon this, Littleton. This is where it gets kind of interesting. It would be Littleton who first claimed that the nameless thing resembled a brutally deformed octopus-like organism which dragged itself across the floor. Oh, that's like one of the coolest descriptions yet, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, like the, the well, talons I mean, and shit are yeah, dope. The never-ending talons and teeth is yeah, definitely terrifying. Yeah, but this terrifying. is even kind of cooler. But yeah, scum-to-puss. Yeah, 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 yeah danger-puss. Littleton, who, despite his skepticism, had sagely armed himself with a rifle before retreating into the attic, fired upon the writhing beast. 
When he crossed the shadow-shrouded expanse to see if he had killed the phantom cephalopod, all he could find were bullet holes, some used shells, and a viscous trail where the thing had been lurking just moments before. Oh, just a pile uh, okay. of slime. Dear Littleton, <laughs> can't shoot a ghost. Sincerely, Chris. <laughs> but in all fairness, I, he's like, this is a phantom Chris, octopus. Fuck you. <sighs> Regardless. It did leave a trail of slime, but then again, that Which could be classic ectoplasm. Classic. Classic. Vintage. Ghostbusters. Slimer. Classic 1984. Six. Four. four. It was four. Yeah, four. Yeah, but do you remember, I'm not to get off too far here, but back in the day with those weird fucking pictures with the people having the, oh, the and shit puking out. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it looks slimy like. Slimy cloud of jizz and yeah, fucking yeah. silk. It looks it's like smoke, but solid. Yeah. yeah it's like paper it's, mache. It was ectoplasm. Yeah, that's what they called it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an expert on it, but I know obviously most of that was debunked. Yeah. Like, well, oh, I mean, I, I've always found mediums to be. A real dubious subject. Well, we might have one at some point, so let's <clears throat> and, not and I'd go be glad, too deep. You know, I'll be open-minded to to talk to any individual, and you know, I'm and I'm always open to have my mind changed. But I'm just saying, especially in that era, right? Clearly, charlatans no, that's were the ruling deal. the scene. Yeah, Maybe there were one or two that actually could fucking you know. We'll never know because they're all dead. Or are they? Oh. Wow. Well, well they, there was so much fuckery, ooh. we won't know yeah, that absolutely. there ever was a real one. I'll, I'll just, I'll always know how pissed Houdini was all the time. He was yeah. livid. He's like, <laughs> yeah. fuck you, I'm going to the milk jar. <laughs> 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 fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to a milk jar. Uh, but this guy's got some it's actual real. evidence here, man. We got some fucking slime. Well, yeah. And well, nobody. nobody, but we got slime and shells. We got bullets, holes, and slime. At okay, point. bullets, yeah. holes, and Proceeding. slime. Proceeding. Yeah. Littleton would be among the luckiest individuals ever to have encountered the creature because somehow, against all odds, he managed to see the thing and leave with both his sanity and life intact. Though it is doubtful if he ever had another peaceful night's sleep because once you see fucking no, Superpuss... Fucking yeah. on the top floor of a super haunted house, shoot at it, and it's gone except for its fucking Dude, you slug are, dirt trail on yeah. the you are shitty looking, wood floor. The rest of your days, you are up all night looking for danger puss. Oh, yeah. You never just sleep right staring it down. Because it's, it's staring at eventually going to come back and want to yeah. finish it. You're going to know. You took the shot and missed. Yeah. It's your turn, son. <laughs> really? You think it wants revenge? Why not? But even yeah. if it doesn't, even if, if it has it might not no even be aware. What, yeah, exactly. Even know, if it's man. an animal or just like a weird, dumb demony goblin thing or who knows what we'll talk about all that uh in a, a few moments um i would still think that way i would be paranoid i'd be like oh, fuck, same here i took the shot what if it is sentient and have my oh uh, well yes Sabers? early 19th century people are gonna be like darn it Oh, <laughs> I, 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 fuck, fuck early 19th century people. I said dab nab, if, if that that shit, I, Well, that's a great line. If that shit oh. happened to me fucking yesterday, <laughs> I would spend the rest of my life fucking afraid that it would come yeah, back. Yeah, Dude, well, I, we're a little more savvy. So, like, if if, if, if we just, like, try to... Have, uh, if we try to smash a moth or something in your house, you're like, it's, it, I'm doomed. It's going to come back and get me. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, you lose track of it. You're like, it's going to go in my mouth but and I'm going to be dead. But that's not like a fucking... <laughs> A crazy octopus. No, I'm saying creature. it doesn't matter. The ideology is the same. Right, yeah. No, yeah. I get what you're saying. But you got to keep <laughs> your, you got to keep your saber and your rapier close. Are those, oh. are those the same thing, right? A saber. No, and a, a saber is not. No, no, no. Okay. no that the, there's the long, thin, pointy one for fencing. Yeah, the saber. There's like a scimitar or just something oh, thick yeah. and unwieldy. And All right, so awesome. you keep your Klingon batlift close and yes. you fucking, you're prepared. That might be the only thing that could kill this thing. Yeah, you fucking hit it with one of those, fight for its honor, and a die for its A laser glory. grid. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it's yeah, right. Dude. I All love right. it. 
while, getting back to the program here, while Berkeley Square can clearly boast a horrific array of truly chilling encounters, there is one confrontation which has become the benchmark by which all other incidents must be measured. Although details of the event in question have varied in minor degrees from one retelling to another, the core of the account has always remained the same, and the facts are as follows. In 1887, the ship Penelope had docked outside of London, and two sailors from Portsmouth, Robert Martin and Edward Blunden, after having squandered their lodging funds on an evening of drunken ribaldry, noticed a to-let sign on the then-abandoned Berkeley Square abode. What's to let? It means like to rent or buy. Oh, you know? okay. Like right. you're, to it, like to sublet. It's, it's empty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So to let just Mark's basically means. Dumb. There you go. <laughs> it's like a real estate sign. Put a fucking for rent sign. Don't be so fucking hoity toity to let. Fuck you. It's fucking 1887, rent. dude. Fuck them. Cut London. Why we're alive break. and they're not. Wow. God damn it. Time. That is, is not, why, that is <laughs> not <laughs> why we're alive and they're Time. not. Time. Time. We have vaccines. Fuck America. you. America. Yeah. Say rent. Guns. Eagles. Exhausted, cold, and having no interest in spending the night on the streets, the pair broke into the basement window of the dwelling in search of a night's rest. Discovering that the lower level of the house was uncomfortably damp, not to mention rat-infested. Uh, fucking awesome. Gross. The uh. sailors migrated upwards, finally settling down in the now notorious room where war boys had perished. When you're out with your buddies drinking and then you crawl into fucking... Freddy Krueger's house. Oh, my God. Fucking done. Elm Street, bitch. Blunden felt anxious the moment he entered the room. He told Martin that he sensed something was wrong, but Blunden's fears were promptly dismissed by his shipmate, who proceeded to worry about more practical matters like building a fire. In a fucking room? Well, there's a fireplace in the room. Oh, Forget, sorry. fucking stacking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, fucking dude, structural integrity. Circle of protection. Dude, yeah, fire in the middle of the room. It's London house. That's know, the only man. way you I'm heat just, it. Listen, I'm thinking of current day modern structural integrity. Where you it don't have fireplaces in every room. Exactly, because right. it's a fucking bad idea and it's expensive. Continue. Pay attention to the story, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Martin used his rifle to prop open a window and began to fill the long unused hearth with bits of broken furniture and rotting floorboards. It wasn't long before the fire was crackling and the two men were huddled near the relative warmth of the fireplace, fast asleep. Oh, that's kind of adorable. It is, sort of. Yeah, like, oh, we're drunk and we're buddies and we're sailing. Snuggling. And we're, They're probably spooning. We're just breaking. For warmth. Yeah, fucking, why not, dude? When you're cold, you fucking gotta keep, gotta keep fucking warm, it's man. It's called sailor intimacy. <laughs> yeah, Be about exactly. It. Yeah, you and I had that experience at Nickstock. We absolutely did. <laughs> <laughs> Where you just read and I got drunk and made bad decisions. <laughs> and I was like, Rob, uh, never mind. Different story for a different good time. Old, good old days. <laughs> Sometime after midnight, Blunden awoke to see the door of the room creak open. Little by little, a sliver of dim grayish light crept across the wooden floor. Too terrified to move, Blunden managed to shake his comrade awake. The two men sat up as they heard a strange, moist, scraping sound approach them. Oh, moist. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's it's wet. moist, scraping? Just, yeah, just the slop. Oh, I so know. It's gross, and it's a scraping. So there's like there's actually like something tangible to it, like a claw, one claw. And boogers and slime and or pile farts of tentacles. and blood. Farts and blood. Oh, God. Okay, you need to calm down. <laughs> saying what it could be. A pile of farts and blood. Oh, my God. It's, 
blood farts. Martin later claimed that it sounded as if something were dragging itself sloppily across the uneven floorboards. Oh, it's so gross. The sloppy drag. Oh, it's so nasty. Suddenly, the terrified men leapt to their feet and came face to face with the aberrant visage of a hideously mishappened monstrosity. The pulsating grayish thing undulated between the sailors and what was their only hope for escape, the open door. Then, just as the trembling Blunden began to reach toward the rifle, the indescribable organism suddenly lunged forward, wrapping one of its oily tendrils around the gasping sailor's throat. So it's kind of like uh, in Stranger Things with... Uh... Well, spoiler alert, because we can't talk about it. But there's a creature in Stranger Things kind of like this. Where it's it's kind of tendrily, like, yeah. Bam! Get you with this weird tendril things. I wouldn't be surprised Gross. if they were influenced by all sorts of, you this know, allegedly of real things. life. Yeah, the fucking mind Thingamajigs. Seizing the opportunity, the panic-stricken Martin ran from the house, screaming for help. Soon enough, he stumbled upon a patrolling police officer. Although skeptical of the young sailor's frenzied tale, and no doubt attributing it to the almost overwhelming stench of alcohol which permeated his uniform, the officer dutifully followed Martin back to Berkeley Square. That poor cop. I know. Just a drunk fucking... He's like, oh, fucking stand. Choking Eddie. Uh, yeah, I know. Blood you fucking... Gross. You need to stop shit. with that. Yeah, and then It's gross. What's that? Blood farts. Oh, uh, well, you know. I They're mean, pretty grubby. Hey. Yeah, I know. You're a horrible human. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a scumbag. So yeah, According to the initial account, Martin and the officer raced up the stairs, but found no sign of Blunden in the room. Martin reclaimed his rifle, and the two men continued to search the house. Their efforts proved fruitless until the duo entered the basement where they were greeted to a ghastly image that would haunt them for the remainder of of their days. Again? Another uh, no, ghastly imagery? The landlord saw something he would never forget. Everybody earlier. is. That's okay. Apparently right. that's, everyone is seeing shit. This thing. is ghastly imagery that would haunt them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a slight variation. Uh, all right. I'm going to say this creature's putting in the work. Yes. Doing his... He, oh, as this far is, as hauntings go, yeah, this is to like the max. this is his footloose. He is fucking a type A personality, yeah, fucking fantastic. This, this, this. this is his footloose. Is he's he the Kevin he, Bacon. He's of fucking dancing and he's specters. not listening to the local clergy. He's like, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fucking dance. I'm not really confident with that analogy. That's a really bad analogy. It works. This is no, his footloose. It makes no sense. If you think about it, it really does. You know, I'm just gonna give it to you. Thank you. Where's John Lithgow fitting? <laughs> he's the con. He's the landlord. He's uh-huh. keeping him beaten down. I could see him but playing the landlord. Fucking dance. He's like he could dance do a good horror but he's dance. He could dance. do a good terror. <laughs> but he's got to dance. He's got to dance his horror dance. His Dude. dance of horror. His dance macabre. Wow. Yeah. There you go. John Lithgow. That was a dance ghost reference, but whatever. Holy All shit. Right. There it is. All right. Remainder of their fucking days, lying in a mangled heap at the base of the stairs in the moist rock-walled cellar was Blunden's dismembered corpse. <gasps> His organs were splayed about him, and his neck had been wrenched to the side, leaving his head dangling in a most unnatural fashion. Fuck yeah. Perfect. The officer reported that the young man's eyes, much like those of Sir Robert Warboys, were wide with unimaginable terror. But all the rest of his shit was split across the place. Just, his eyes were open, and he's just, just dismembered. The fucking, when, when the head's the wrong way, it's yeah. a cannibal corpse it's cover. Just, Dude, this is our second mention, but yeah, yeah this is cannibal corpse. This Truly. is like uh, a, viscera, a viscerace and plague, or like butchered at birth. But here's where it's like one of those D&D books from back in the day where you get to choose your own ending. There are other variations of this climax. Oh, no. All, the story's the oh, same. Ver- other versions. Little other versions. Okay. All right. 
Yet another, perhaps more cinematic version of events has Blunden perishing not in the cellar, but throwing himself from the second story window only to be impaled on a spike from the wrought iron fence that surrounded Berkeley Square, just as Martin was returning with the incredulous officer. Yeah, yeah that's, okay, like, that's, that's the that's exorcist. Me, that's, yeah, yeah, that's or the, the omen. Or the, yeah, yeah. yeah, the omen, actually. Yeah, you know, or, Happened Halloween, too. No, he just fell out of the window. He's like, Michael! Michael, and he's he just gone. wasn't on he's the lawn. Wasn't there, yeah. Oh, where's Donald Pleasance when you need him? I know he'd be a good landlord. He would be. Oh, R.I.P. I know. Gone too soon. Always are the great ones. This appalling tale, like so many legends of its ilk, has also been recounted with a decidedly more phantasmagoric twist. The most notable variation is the description of the nameless thing as a shadowy, man-like figure with a deformed face and body who burst in on the sailors and proceeded to strangle Blunden, not with a tendril, but with cold, misty-looking hands. Ooh, a shadow Which person. ties into the fucking shadowy, vaporous yeah, mess. Which yeah, was the, but... the, the sloth depew, right? From yeah, the fucking, back in the day, exactly. in the fucking... The sloth uh, depew, yeah, yeah, exactly. With the cool uh, parties. The, we, we're going to have to entertain a lot of things, but I think one of the things we might have to actually open our minds to is that maybe it's not one haunting. Maybe this is like a fucking multiple haunting, just a crazy portal or a fucking nexus of mayhem where it's okay. like a Hieronymus Bosch fucking orgy party. Whole of just fucking disgruntled demons and various the whole of disgruntled life. demons. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. This is where the labor union comes in. With all of the inherent discrepancies, it is little wonder that those trying to establish the physical parameters of this bizarre entity find the task so daunting. Many are convinced that the nameless thing's paranormal pedigree is beyond reproach, and considering the number of inexplicable incidents that have allegedly occurred at Berkeley Square, it's easy to understand why. Others of a more theological inclination are convinced that anything so purely evil must be of demonic origin. Typical. Uh-huh. To be fair, this would explain its many dissimilar incarnations and voracious bloodlust. Still others suggest that it would take a creature from another dimension that was utterly unbound by earthly physics and biology to drive witnesses mad by sight alone. I, I Something like that. not of this earth, not interplanetary, but different, just different rules, right. different yeah. foundational biology. Just taking a little vacation from a telescope. Hey guys, what's up? You never know. Just here to fucking out of the just, house you know, Just here for a vacation. All Cronenberg'd up. Yeah. Fucking doing its thing. Exactly. I, this is me, talking the first person, being of a more cryptozoological inclination, can't help but to wonder if some of the wilder stories surrounding the nameless thing, or things as the case may be, might not be either exaggerations or even misinterpretations of an altogether more grounded phenomenon. Is it possible that the thing may actually be a mutated species of octopus or perhaps an unknown, possibly amphibious invertebrate that managed to migrate from the Thames into London's vast subterranean sewer system? It's a stretch, granted, but an anomalous and heretofore unknown marine predator making its way into the often abandoned Berkeley Square home via the well, crumbling, fucked up basement, is not any stranger than speculating on the existence of a spectral squid. So ghost squid versus actual unknown Cryptid. versus right versus actual squid like Act, yeah, creature exactly okay. I, I mean, we got we I got right. octo squatches which are yeah. hairy, four legged. Sure. But yeah, but if apparently you, if you terrestrial take a, if you creatures. If you take a jackhammer to one of them, they fucking oh yeah, no, they crumble. They're fucking gone. They can't climb for shit. Not at all. No. 
So I'm just throwing it out All there. Right. I mean, you, you know, you know? It's, is, it, is it because I fucking love my cryptozoology? Yes. Okay. But I'm just it's fine. You can't see past the Bigfoot. So no, I'm, I'm not suggesting that there isn't a paranormal explanation okay. or a All right. or a preternatural. But you did. You did. I love okay. paranormal. That's a great phrase. No one uses that like enough. That. I like phantasmagorical. The twist on natural. It's not quite paranormal. Phantasmagorical like, is one yeah, of the best. Phantasmagorical. Well, also, it's just a great word. Yeah, yeah. It and cool. phantasm. Best. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Back on. Maybe this creature was an opportunistic feeder that managed to survive on the more than ample rat population within the house when it accidentally stumbled across the more substantial prey of the drunken sailors and the occasional cocksure nobleman. So it was feasting on rats, but then the humans come along and it's like, ho, 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 I'm at the Golden Corral. Yeah, there exactly. Go. It's it's good eat. All you can like fucking the, eat. What was mm. it? The Bremerton monstrosity, like the super shrimp in the basement in Puget oh, yeah. Sound. Was it a shrimp or a lobster? I think I think it was shrimp. Was it a shrimp? She described it as shrimp. I think or prawn like. Okay, yeah. I don't think she was a marine biologist. Now she like took I, detailed notes, but I don't. It was not a lobster. That's one that I wanted to eat. I think so. I was like, yeah, fuck it, eat it. It's probably a tasty treat. I mean, with feed this a thing, family of like twenty six. Yeah. I mean, you could make some calamar if you had to out of this thing. So it is not unheard of. Same. That a likely marine cryptid um, manages to creep in, make its way through into a the, wet, yeah, totally. You know, basement that might be. I don't know how close it is to the Thames. I really don't. I don't know yeah, the geography I mean, of Berkeley Square that well. But it's interesting to think that it could be. Yeah. Probably not. Because well, a pile of shadow talons but most does of not the, imply well, that's what I mean. There, there's yeah, a lot no. of other... Someone, yeah, someone said I shadow mean, hands, and yeah. so that account doesn't fit, but... No, but... Just if, throwing it out there. But if you're talking about, like, a, an older-type sewer system, which is actually, I think at that time, was all is my sewer history, uh, I think it was all street-based, where they just kind of went into the street into, like, drains, and it would eventually go into, like, you know, whatever type of... Uh, I'm going to take your word for it. If they were bigger sewers, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, even, you know, I mean, they can shrink their size down yeah, and they can really get through some shit. Small. Oh, yeah. I mean, and if the water comes up just so, I mean, I guess yeah. it's possible, if they can but... Get, you know, what is it, like, their beak through or something? Like, just a fundamentally small part, they can yeah. get their whole they body through. fucking right. shadow hands So, unless through. it's just them and they have a fog machine and they're just doing some dope... <laughs> They're showing up with some dope shit, like going. Yeah, I'm a squid. I'm a ghost. I'm a squid. I'm a ghost. You don't know. You're going mad. Now he's fucking DJing the dub no fucking raves. Yeah, exactly. The traveling Eastern European raves. This is it's all comes from this thing. I'm a squid. That is the best impersonation of dubstep. <laughs> anyway, right, let's okay. round this up. In the 1920s, eminent psychic investigator Harry Price compiled a plethora of data about the thing. While poring over scads of newspaper articles, he came across a story from 1790 that claimed 50 Berkeley Square once housed the headquarters for a crew of counterfeiters. Oh, <gasps> my God, not counterfeiters? Indeed. Oh, geez. The pound is in danger, What shall sir? we do, good sir? The queen is in danger. Always. I think it was a king then, though. Price oh, speculated, rather dubiously, I might add, that the counterfeiters, in a plot lifted right from a Scooby-Doo episode, had concocted the spooky tale to frighten off curious onlookers and provide a spectral cover for the noisy processes that accompanied their illicit nocturnal activities. Not a bad idea, though. Mm. It's just so it's on the fucking bad nose. Idea. It's Hardy See. Boys as the Dills. But this is... Dude, this is how the Sawyer the family... The counterfeiters at the old Berkeley place. This they is say how, it's haunted. This is how the Sawyer family That's covered up I'm all saying. the murders, but the fucking... The, 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 the chill the cook-off. 
Remember the Father Tooth? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm I mean, far, but I'm close. Again, wow. master of analogies. <laughs> Listen, uh, dude, horseshoes wow. and hand grenades. I'm there. You're there. It works again. I don't even. But you know not what? bad. If you think about, it, if you're doing some illegal shit, but you're like, like you said, you get the Scooby Doo and you're like, hold on a second, wait. And it is the 1790s. It's not crime. 90s. It's ghosts. No mm-hmm. one's gonna say that ghosts it's not. Ghosts are totally legit in the in the 18th century. Yeah. Like, and legit. so it's counterfeiting. There you go. So. I don't buy this shit at all. Well, you should. It has to be proposed. All right, so fine. We, we put it out there. All right. Price also noted that while 50 Berkeley Square was located on a piece of real estate wedged into one of London's most enviable districts, it had remained vacant for inexplicably long stretches of time. His personal conclusion was that the whole affair was of a particularly nasty poltergeist that had been active at number 50 in the 1840s, but he doubted that the thing was still at large. As if there's like fucking, I don't know, 10 years. Did it leave? Like, why? Yeah, like why? You, just, you, you ran out the place for a while. You're there for 10 years. Just out. Just do I'm your out. fucking yeah. tour of duty and fucking Did the whole area get like gentrified or something? It's like, fuck this, I'm out. I want the old I'm not school. sure if Harry Price really had that shit on lockdown. Yeah, it sounds kind of bullshitty, but... I mean, hey, you, but you know what? We're not polter... Was he a poltergeistist, right? <laughs> Poltergeist. 100%. Yeah, he's a professor of so, poltergeist. So are we all now. Okay. A phenomenal title. Poltermaster. Oh, Master of polters, I, yeah. Wow, that's even better. Polter, I mean, Poltermeister. A Poltermeister, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. German. Duh. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's it. All right, so he... Okay. Um, this he's, fucking, he's a Poltermeister. This thing fucking that's bails. That's immediately there, yeah. a fucking t-shirt I want. <laughs> yeah. The Poltermeister? The Poltermeister. You're going to have to design it, all right. Yes, sir. Send those tweets in, folks. Oh, my God. All right. All right. We're almost done, I swear. Price also came across an 1870 article published in the magazine Notes and Queries by W.E. Howlett. I love it. Always the initials back Notes then. and Queries. Notes and Queries. What a shitty magazine. I know. Shit, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I jotted down shit, and questions like, I have. Shit, I'm not going to care no, about. No, back then that was the dope so shit. I don't know, man. Crazy. All right. Which summed up the phenomenon succinctly. And this is what Mr. Howlett had to say. The mystery of Berkeley Square still remains a mystery. Perfect. <laughs> a master of words. Yeah. Did Chris write that? <laughs> you better sit down for this one. <laughs> the mystery of Berkeley Square still remains yeah. a mystery. The story of the haunted house in Mayfair can be recapitulated in a few words. The house contains at least one room with the atmosphere, excuse me, in which the atmosphere is supernaturally fatal to the body and mind. That's heavy. Like that's so it's that's like radi- a lot of pressure on like one fucking body room. It's like mind, radiation, yeah. but for like ghosts or, or radiation that only affects, I guess affects like, the soul. You get Chernobyl from your fucking spiritual uh, side. Yeah, okay. meta meta noble meta noble meta noble. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. excellent. A girl saw and heard and felt such horror in that room that she went mad and never recovered her sanity enough to tell how or why. Well, that's bold. Oh. That's, a, that's a wide, a girl, this went nuts. I'd like some more information on yeah, that I Yeah, I need to know. What? Like, I don't know. Come on. I'm just saying, I don't know. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just I have some more information. queries. An impeachable scholarly. A girl went mad. An irrefutable pamphlet. Notes and queries. Oh, all right. Well, okay. So she she freaked out. I'm I feel sorry for her and her family, but I mean I think we need more evidence than that. Good sir. Maybe you do. Well, for once he went on to say, a gentleman, a disbeliever in ghosts 
dared to sleep in number 50 and was found a corpse in the middle of the floor after frantically ringing a bell in vain. That's the guy we talked about oh, in the beginning, right? That's old, that's old Robbie Warboys. Yeah, all Robbie yep, Warboys. Rumors suggest other cases of the same kind all ending in death, madness, or both. That's fucked up. Both? I mean, how, how do you go crazy how do you after go, you die? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, I'm, gonna assume, I'm assuming the madness is first. This happened as a result well. of sleeping or trying to sleep in that room. And I like this. The very party walls of the house, when touched, are found saturated with electric horror. Notes wait. and queries. Okay, wait. The, I, wait, I'm what? Sure. So hold on. Has, <laughs> the very it, it doesn't have a ground. The, the, the wires aren't grounded. Oh, Is that what you're talking let's about? Let's not get all nice egg here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Let's not this talk is... real science. <laughs> That's this, real. This is the goddamn 1800s. Nobody was wearing anything. Okay. Oh, good, yeah, good I mean, point. The I mean, it was just been naked, the, touching the, lightning. The whale <laughs> fat was probably just shoved into the walls directly and set on fire. Looking for lightning to it touch it. Bare wires, no big deal. But <laughs> it's just fucking everywhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Touch it. Take your clothes off. <laughs> When it comes to the mystery of the nameless thing, Howlett managed to add another intriguing layer to the enigma surrounding the ill-omened location when he reported, Berkeley Square is uninhabited, save by an elderly man and his wife who act as caretakers. But even these have no access to the room. This is kept locked, the key being in the hands of a mysterious and seemingly nameless person who comes to the house once every six months locks the elderly couple in the basement, then unlocks the room and occupies himself in it for hours. Oh, this sounds That's suspect. some arcane shit. Yeah, what the really fuck is that even Go about? to the basement, lock thyself, and then he goes to the upstairs and what, he feeds the fucking nameless horror? Is he, is is he, he doing some insidious, like, pre-Alistair Crowley shit where he's, like, enhancing its, you know, diabolical power? Or is he, like, the priest in, hey, what movie was that? Prince of Darkness, oh, where they're trying to again. keep the evil at bay. Yeah, and right. so maybe it's some like, random pastor or clergyman <laughs> that like goes there every six months and has, has a to super do a exorcism thing. to like seal the portal so the evil can be maintained. So is this oh, like when Michael no. Myers gets broken out of jail? Let's not talk about that one, <laughs> which has nothing to do with my terrible. Yeah, let's let's just leave that. One. My terrible horror movie analogy. <laughs> is this like when Chucky came back and he had a bride? It's exactly like that. Cool, hundred percent. All right, so this guy is like the caretaker. So there's the elderly people, but then there's the caretaker of the thing upstairs that locks the elderly people. The elderly people are okay getting locked in the basement. Like no one, they're not yeah, like. I oh, by the way, fuck you. No. Well, I mean if. That's their livelihood. Are they okay they with live it? There. Unless maybe they know. They're like, hey, we have to go down in the basement. They probably don't want anything to do with the second floor. Off. I mean, it's yeah. probably a relief to them that they can just be. I, but you know what? I would be like, you know, let me let me spend the day in the park. Let's go shopping. Yeah, let's, why, let's why, why, so get like locked, why is the basement? Yeah. Go to like your sister-in-law's house or some shit? I do something. Let's go for a fucking walk. Yeah, go, go, go to the pumpkin patch. Yeah. Do something. See Big Ben. Yeah. It's not always a pumpkin patch, but you can always see Big Ben. You can, yeah. And or Parliament, yes, go in a constant circle. It was the yeah. building or the funk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, all right. So there's a caretaker for the abominable horror. Cool. We're gonna just round this up now. Since the 1930s, the ground floor of the house on Berkeley Square played host to an antique and bookshop, 
known as Mags Brothers. Although there were no new reports of the creature during the 20th century, it was noted that the employees of the bookshop were not allowed to go to the top floor. They say a police notice was hung on the wall inside of the house during the 1950s. It stated that the top floor of the house was not to be used even for storage. No one was exactly sure why. When the Meggs brothers moved shop in 2015, there was a lock placed on the second floor and it has been totally off limits ever since. Unimpeachable internet reporting there, I want to say. Okay, yeah, no, it's perfect. Yeah, no, I mean, the internet tells you things and you, you report them. That's how it... This is my thesis, and then we will discuss. Okay. In a case like this, it is difficult to separate fact from fiction. Perhaps it has been mystically sealed on the second floor of Berkeley Square, or maybe it slithered back into the fathomless depths of the sea. Or, even more chillingly, maybe it and its offspring are still lurking in the labyrinth of centuries-old tunnels which weave their way beneath England's capital city, feeding on rats and other vermin, biding their time, waiting to crawl back up from the sewer to claim more human victims oh when the rats don't fucking cut it nice well (laughs) chud love the homeless we all know that and this thing loves the rats but when you had your fill of rats and you want some fucking sometimes you need there you go you know you need some filet mignon yeah exactly so this is like the shit show of paranormal slash cryptid slash possibly extraterrestrial and mayhap even though interdimensional is a bizarre oh, yeah, thing because right. really that's just space that you can travel through. Yeah, but if you're to throw but, in the other things in there, you, you like got to throw it in there. Whatever. So yeah, I mean, and in some ways, and I know you love your interdimensionals, Mark. I'm a big this, fan of the interdimensionals, yeah. This oh, almost smacks to me of, uh, uh, this almost smacks to me of less, you know, just a one specific type of haunting. Like if it was just a dude trapped in a room and then this big hulking form is, you know, strangling ever right. after. Yeah, it's well, yeah, but fucking no. dry. It is what it is. This is so many different things from fucking like beaks to tentacles to shadow people to amorphous blobs that I have to almost think that this is a, like a cavalcade of weird that just happens to be congregating on a space. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know how else to explain this because maybe, if this is one thing that can change so much, then it's it's like it's hella weird. It's like ancient god Lovecraftian weird. Unless maybe whatever is there, you know, depending on who shows up, it's different for each person. So which it assumes, could be a possibility. Yeah, but multiple people. Well, mm. you're right. You're absolutely right. But there are some similarities there. I mean, the octopus type. I mean, it, it got thing shot at like what, three times, right? Four times? No, twice. At least twice. At least twice it got shot at. Yeah, War Boys and. Uh, and the one who found the, the, the little, fucking little slime. Lord Littleton, Littleton or whatever. Yeah, Littleton. Yeah. <laughs> little Lord Little Lord Littleton. <laughs> I was struggling. I'm lucky I even came close. Yeah. <laughs> so physically speaking, there is something to fucking aim at and take a shot. Whether or not that's a good idea, apparently it's not. Um, you know, but the whole shadow person thing is kind of interested. Although the cryptid angle is kind of cool too. I said maybe whatever, maybe it's like the fucking uh, this analogy actually might work for me for once. God it's bless like, you. It's like the the it's cave not. on Dagobah. So when you go in, when you go in, your greatest just, fear your greatest manifests. Fear, yeah, manifests. Uh, that, yeah. that could be some Lovecraftian type shit too. You never know, even though it's all fiction. But don't judge me. What about this? I mean, I'm going way down a fucking rabbit hole here, but if this is biological and not paranormal, what if it's like like this thing is a carrier for, say, something like a brain-eating amoeba, <clears throat> something that is not driving people insane because of the madness and intangibility of what it is, but something that's actually devouring the neocortex 
and and just destroying their faculties. But of course, I mean, this is the 1800s. No one would have been able to really diagnose that. It's just they lost their right now. Of course, I know you guys. I don't expect you to give a response because you can't. I'm just throwing. I'm really I know, desperate. I kind of like this that corporeal. idea where it's just like it eats your brain from the inside out and drives you mad. And then you just report all science. You, yeah, all science. There you go. Yeah, no. <laughs> mean, is that a thing? All shitty, dubious <laughs> is science. That, is that a fucking thing? Science. Well, I mean, what was the, the the pamphlet of questions and answers or whatever? Uh, the, the notes and queries. Yeah, the pamphlet sorry, of notes, notes and queries. queries. W. E. Howlett. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. A esteemed <laughs> author. So maybe um, <laughs> yeah, that could totally be a thing. I kind of, I guess, I'm going to lean more towards like phantasmagorical. I know that this. I mean, I, I want to say interventional, shit out but, of me. You know. like that's that's my favorite part about this. Like, I still remember being a kid and reading, uh, and you know, my childhood bedroom and staring out the open closet doors. I mentioned before, I had a closet with no door. Brilliant, and just feeling that eerie feeling creep over. I mean, now it's, Not it's, a creepy it's just story. it's it's you know it's more about the fun sci-fi elements, really. But but this really is one of the foundational things that got me interested in. The unexplainable, the utterly unexplainable, because this is truly, by definition, inexplicable. Yeah, I mean, this thing is killing people. It's well, it's killing allegedly. People. It's driving them mad. It's right. There's all sorts of dubious shit happening in this place. It is, at least according to the rumor mill, still sealed up to this day. Though I take that with a grain of salt. Well, probably. we have listeners over there, so if anybody over there wants to go check it out, don't lose your mind in the process. Ooh, yeah. creepy. No. Well, but you know what? Shoot at it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah that, that's worked out so it. well. I don't know, man. If they have a kind of contain. Keep it contained. Keep it contained. Do yeah. you think maybe it is something on the Aleister Crowley end of things? Well, part of you can't Maybe help. something that was unleashed and it has to be fucking capped? You know, I had to do a little research. I well, almost wondered if the guy that was coming in, but Crowley, I think, was like seven years old at that point. Like the guy that they were talking about, he comes in every six months and locks the caretakers in the basement and it was an, does all sorts of fucking weird shit in the room. It was an eight-year-old Aleister Crowley. It was an eight-year-old Aleister Crowley in like a trench coat and a derby. He just got his fucking... Starting evil. His, just, his, his little tiny triangle head. Oh I, 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 <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't prove that there's not some sort of uh, relative, maybe they were connected somehow. I mean, well, I mean he, he might have been the great don't beast, know. but he wasn't necessarily the first well, beast. No, because no, the, the, the her- you don't know if that's a, a well, ancestor. No, the, the Hermetic Order existed long before he came around. It's been around for centuries. I thought he founded it. No, he just founded the Golden. Sort of I think he founded the, the Golden Dawn. I could ah. be wrong with that. But the Hermetic magic's been around forever. So if this is some creature that's sealed by magicians, my favorite type, then I mean. Yeah, sex magic works, I guess, right? I mean, what no. a like bullskin man or whatever, where Elster <laughs> probably no. lived on Nest, didn't he? He incarnated Lem or something, right? Lamb. No, that Dave. was Dave. Oh, was yeah, what was it? <laughs> no, no, I think, I think I'm. <laughs> I, I know. You mean the gray lamb? Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. The interdimensional being? Yes. Yeah, I think that was in New York. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Tigger. <laughs> we're just throwing names <laughs> we're, really exactly. like, we're going all poo corner full yeah. out oh, yeah. nice. Kodo Podo <laughs> you always go Kodo Podo I, I always go Kodo Podo right. I have to so you know if it was say, I do like your idea though, about it being locked away magically crazy dark yeah, magic that went dope. wrong this dude if he was even real could either be maintaining it or trying right. his best to I undo like it, it. I, I'm fascinated by that, though. Like, you lock the caretakers up, and you go to this room that kills everyone else for hours at a time and leave, and every six months, like, clockwork. That's so fictional. And, and they're okay with it's, that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but, I mean, that's, apparently. That's, like, what you have to do to fucking appease whatever it is. You got to show up. You got to give it a little treat, a little snack. 
pet Atad. Or like that Twilight like, Zone episode where they kept the devil locked in the closet and he's always like, let me out. These monks are evil and they've trapped me. And then once you let the devil out, then yeah. you've got to spend the rest of your life hunting him down. Then you get him in the closet and somebody else lets him out and then the evil begins again. So maybe this is a whole line of folks that are just keeping this thing well, then you have locked to Well, then you have to find out if that's still going on this to this day. And that's what we're putting the call out there to our good listeners over there. In, uh, I'm, our, our I'm still worried about what's going to happen to Annabelle now. I don't know if I can fucking deal with the pressure of that. Doesn't do that's like her? some Cold War terror. I thought th- th- doesn't the guy from doesn't Zach Baggins have her or whatever? Maybe I don't shooty, know. Shooty, screamy I, I, ghost I guy. Didn't right? follow up on it. I think he does. Well, what, what about any of it? All Baggins of it? Just, just, just I mean, Where are all the cursed objects? That's going? what I'm saying. What about I think the whole he owns all store? the bullshit. They should just store it at Berkeley Square. Just put it all in one or place. Or give it to Screamy with it. Guy with his fucking affliction shirts and he can scream and drink Monster Energy drinks and get all fucking pissed off. Fair enough. Like, fuck you. Don't all right, pu- so what do you think this is, I like the phantasmagorical angle and I really kind of like the idea of someone keeping this thing like at bay, sort of like locked away magically or just keeping it fed. That's the most cinematically sound. Yeah, I, I know. Loves because it. Story it sounds cool. Because me loves yeah. it. It's yeah. the dopest one. Yeah. But <laughs> Sadly, I'm not. The whole cryptozoology thing sounds kind of cool. Like this thing maybe climbed from the Thames and got tired of eating rats. Now it wants humans. But oh, I don't I'm, know. I'm struggling for that. I'm the first I know. to admit. I mean, it's, that it's, is me I like desperately the trying to like shoehorn the, it in. Yeah, but, science behind it. But I mean, I don't know. I just love the fact that it's like a cephalopod most of the time. I need like, some magic, it's man. It's just a hot mess, but. Just that is just so creepy and icky, right? Well, who who says it can't be that? Like, I mean, a squid or whatever, or like you know, cuttlefish and those type of things right. can camel themselves totally. So, who says something couldn't have developed some other kind of crazy? That's true. Thing to make you see some shit. Ghost camouflage, right? There you go. Does that have to be ghost? Just I'm just saying, could be a ghost. Some shit doesn't have to be. Maybe, or maybe it is the ghost of sea creatures. That rarely go oh, on man. land. Really? Come on. Come on. A slaughtered the ghost, octopus. The ghost of a fucking revenge. seahorse. Yeah, I really? know. I, and I who don't else think... would he want to kill but the seaman? The seaman. Oh, low. Fucking slaughtered his family. Low blow. That's yeah. really uh, crafty. Somebody better call the police. You're going to be in trouble. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> So I'm saying. All right, so ghost right, of so, fish. So ghost squid. A fucking mar- a, a, a maritime ghost. Vengeful ghost squid. Okay. But let's not forget, too, that the, the very beginning of the story, we were dealing with an individual possibly who had some developmental disabilities being locked away in a fucking room and being fed by their family like fucking sloth or whatever. So what if that is just the vengeful ghost of that person? That's so prosaic. Taking, yeah, it's but, so... Dude, in a squid? Could, yeah. Well, yeah, could oh. be. Or just taking different forms. So what if... And fucking killing people what for if revenge, ghost, for a lifetime of fucking cruelty. Ghost Dupree found an octopus in the basement that okay. it just washed up befriended it, trained it to do evil with him. So he's a ghost. <laughs> no, he didn't find it in the basement. <laughs> he he was just floating on the earth and he just found like a, a dying one. Resuscitated. And he's like, why are you dying? And he's like, I, <laughs> I can't wait to find out. I'm so excited now. <laughs> why are you dying? <laughs> and he's like, my parents suck, everything blows. I got a, and, and they're like, let's team up and do a vengeful... Team up. So that's it's like, like a Ghost Rider. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. I like the Ghost Rider reference. That that would explain why you're a dude, and then you're another thing. So oh, he, 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 why some people sound like humanoid? Storm. The the blending. Possibly. Or like Ghost Rider is a better analogy, but still. Yeah. yeah thanks. The blending <laughs> of two things to become something infinitely more surreal and horrific than either individual could be, that, as terrifying yeah. as they are. Which now is locked away by a fucking magician. 
Scientifically, that makes the most sense. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's sound. Exactly. Locked away with, 100%. Now it's irrefutable. Yeah, now yeah. he's locked away with Rock magic. Rock solid. And, this, and he's currently not... Well, I mean, they didn't actually ever leave the house, though. Well, I mean, the dude probably... Shut up, Mark. the fucking thing in the house, and it wouldn't matter. Just don't go there. The six-month wizard has probably passed on, or at least... Uh, yeah, pass the, just, pass the just, duty on to the next one down the line. But if it's just in the fucking attic, who gives a shit? As long as you don't show up there and hang out, everyone knows don't go there. Like, don't go there. Yeah, but every, yeah, but the spell every, might only last six months. No, but the, the thing's been around for a while, though, and hasn't done shit except getting shot at. Well, how do you know someone's still not going there every yeah, six months? Yeah, how do you know? Oh, it's true. So if, if the spell know. is broke, what happens? Is it, does it fucking eat our world? Probably. Shit. We'll know. When we have to look for these kind of madness Stories. Pockets of madness. Oh, so now it's up so to maybe us. Maybe it's creeping. No, we can't. Deal us with and this. our listeners. We can barely do this show. We can't scan do anything the else. fucking headlines to see random acts of spontaneous madness, and then we'll know it's yes. leaking, and then we'll we'll take yeah, the appropriate but measures. It could be bath salts. Could be ultra terrestrials. Happened to f- had, had to say it. Everyone thought zombies were a thing. Remember in Florida, I think they're up. still convinced it might be. Could be. All right. Well, Rick Grimes, save us all. Right. Absolutely. All right. I, have, I think that there is no doubt that it is uh, a partnership, a See? diabolical partnership okay. between a mishappened madman who was not respected by his family, who died in just heinous circumstances, and it's resuscitated squid buddy. Who went through the same thing. Yeah. Okay, so it's actually more of a tale of friendship and bonding. This is like of mice and men. their mutual want yeah. and need for revenge. He's the hero of the story. He is. Okay. Does the squid actually have to shoot the big guy in the back of the head for accidentally <gasps> strangling somebody? Oh, that's the worst. Maybe he loved bunnies too much. Oh, God. Why you gotta bring that up? Oh. Everything was going good. Now we're just all fucking sad. Steinbeck knew. He knew the truth. Son of a bitch. I don't think it's that... <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us for the Kryptonaut podcast as always the social medias the instas the twitters the facebooks patreon patreon.com slash kryptonaut podcast uh stick around next episode is all the shout outs we we're going to do this episode but the 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 season just caught up with us not really we just forgot to mention it in the beginning so we're going to do it next episode so stick around oh, for that excellent and um yeah thank you all so very much for everyone that uh, supports us over there we got a couple of fun ac- uh, episodes going up there for the halloween season that's gonna be pretty cool i hear there might be uh, an interview with me and my wife possibly a little 15 minute episode calling back to an older episode to see what happens when uh somebody has sex with an alien we'll see how that works out for, <laughs> oh so that works I out for me wait <laughs> So that might be there too, uh, and yeah, thank you all so very much for your support, gentlemen. Closing, closing uh, thoughts. Anything? What do you got? Just be wary. Uh, yeah. Be keep, be keep aware. your eyes peeled. Yeah, be, that's it. Be real. Watch. Like Just from, wait. From, for, wait for people to act a little bit loopy. Put a pen in it, and 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 make a pattern map. Yeah. With, with thumbtacks. Oh yeah, yarn. Yep. String it together. You'll look totally sane when you do it. Send us pictures. We'll stop the madness together. <laughs> Thank you all so very much. We'll be talking to you soon. Have a great new year. <laughs> oh, it's not happening yet. Shut up. We got to get through fucking uh, what, Thanksgiving no, year's and over. then fucking Christmas. Fuck that. Sawin's traditionally this year the end Halloween. of the year. That's true. Halloween's going into fucking Christmas. Fuck Christmas and fuck That's Santa what I'm Claus. saying. That's why I said wow. have a new year. Every, every year. year. Every year. Every, every year. I year. wage my own personal war on Christmas, and I'm going to continue it this year. You know what year this is? 39. We're doing it again. Yeah. Uh, 
Exactly. Consistency is the hobgoblin of little minds, sir. <laughs> oh, wow. Enjoy that <laughs> hobgoblin. Told, that's one to grow you've on. You've told me that more than once. We're talking to you soon. Oh. <laughs>